1: been a permanent makeup artist and beauty therapist. She started her business in Sweden. So Jenny, welcome. Tell us where you're joining us from. From Sigtuna in the north of Stockholm. Actually, Sweden's first city. Yeah, that's so cool. (laughs) And your business is located there. Tell us where your business is located. It's in the middle of Sigtuna. I moved there almost one year ago. It used to be at my home, actually, but I moved. Yes, and I really want to just share your journey because I have just watched this evolution of you grow, and I really want to just share your journey to inspire others of what's possible. As you just mentioned, you started your business in your home, Mm -hmm. so take us back to that time. Kind of tell us how it started. You're a permanent makeup artist and a skincare therapist, esthetician. yes.
2: I started in a small room in our villa here in Sigtungman as a part-time job, actually, from the beginning, because I used to work as an air hostess. And then I just realized that, hmm, maybe this will work and maybe I will just get going with it. So I started to develop my business and I realized kind of quickly that Mm, people are really interested in my business and want to come because that's the big question when you start a new business was, will they come? Will they like me? (laughs) Am I good? But I thought maybe I am. So I moved and we built a bigger location in our house and it was great. It was great to be close to home, close to my kids and everything, but no one saw me. If you walked by, maybe, but no one actually walked by our street. Then I met you, April, and I took your mentorship. That was the best thing i have ever done for my business. So you really pushed me to to move to my dream house. That was in Sigtuna, in the center of Sigtuna. That was really scary for me because the times here in Sweden, in the whole world, is, it was not so good. It was very good for me economically to be home, of course. Moving would mean so much more costs and everything. So I was really, really scared to take that step because it was perfect for me to be home, but I didn't know what I could expect down there. So I just decided to take the chance to move one year ago. And that was the best thing that I could do for my business because now I'm visible. And I'm busy. I'm really busy. You told me, April, you have to watch yourself in the future looking back. What if I don't move? What if I don't take this chance? Will you stand there not knowing? And that was a big question for me to think of because now I don't have to wonder. I have all the answers now. And moving down there was the best thing for me and my business.
1: Yeah, I love that because looking at any decision, you never know what the future Kind of old, right? And in the past, we've all made bad decisions, Mm. right? And that's that's a scary part. We've all done things that didn't work out, and that makes us scared to make decisions or move forward in Mm. our business. And so you have to kind of weigh the pros and cons and Mm. look at it and say, okay, in five years, will this matter? Will I regret it? And kind of look at all of the things. And we took into consideration. That obviously, you know, we were talking about financially, we were talking about the convenience of your home. We were talking about that's where your clients are comfortable coming because that's where they know you. And we were talking about your growth and all of these things. Mm. And one of the things that we said is like to really kind of spread your wings to fly, you need more people to see you. But let's back up even before that. Uh, Well, is there anything you want to add to what I just said there?
2: No, it's just that I was and I'm alone in my business. And it's really hard to take decision when you're alone because you have so many questions in your head that you can't answer it because you can't speak to people, yeah, but they are not in your situation. They are not in your business. And what are they answering to? Are they answering to them keeping me from, to themselves or for my best? I don't know. And that's the hardest part to speak to people and get the right answer. Yeah.
1: And I think it's funny because they mean well. People always mean well. I Mm -hmm. I think most people, Mm -hmm. I want to say, have good intentions. And so Mm -hmm. they want to protect you. And so a lot of times they'll be like, I don't know. And Mm -hmm. then they'll feed into like all of your fears. Mm -hmm. And I just had to ask some strategic questions kind of looking out. And I ultimately said, I said, Jenny, you have to make this decision. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't tell you to do it or not do it. I can just ask some questions that will help you put it into perspective, because that's really what it is. It's just putting it into perspective. But even before that, and I want to also get into your teaching journey now. I mean, so many good things Mm -hmm. to cover. But I want to back up even before that, when you were getting your messaging and your positioning, Mm -hmm. right? And so Mm -hmm. when we were helping you build up your confidence to really feel, because you knew you did great services, right? You knew that you did good Mm -hmm. work but kind of communicating that value. Yeah. Take us back to that. That was hard
2: because it was hard to like positioning myself because I am my brand and marketing is hard. I had not worked with that before. So you taught me to do it right and to show up here on social media because I thought that was really scary and uh it felt embarrassing and everything. But I just started to think that this is how I look to people. I can't look anything else than this. It's not getting any better. So I just started to do those lives and it was okay. It was fine. It was not perfect, but it's more fun to watch something that's not perfect, I think. So it was great to have that path like you showed me the way how to do it so I could just answer to you and your uh, questions and I could show up our meetings and I learned so much because I would never ever had those ideas myself without this mentorship because
1: it gave me ideas and courage to do it yeah thank you for saying that well now in all fairness I have to say Jenny was not a fan like she said of going live Jenny was an excellent student she gave she, she to all the things, but there was some resistance when it came to, like, I said, you you know, you need to go live and talk about your business. And you were like, is there any yeah. other way? <laughs> <Yes. laughs> there's something else I can do. What else? Yeah, there's something. And you were nervous, which is natural, like most people mm-hmm. are. And your judgment and the internet can be mean mm. and cruel. But you did it. And you lived. Yeah. <laughs> yes because you're here and you continue to do it and that's the thing like you did it and you continue to get better right because that's how we get mm. better and then you develop more confidence and, and that's i think it's so interesting because i saw you growing and having these aha moments along mm. the way but i think that was the real switch yeah. where you really started to believe in yourself even more
2: yeah Yes, I think so, too, because people also have commented and said to me, oh, that was so interesting, the thing you spoke about. Or they are still coming to me and say, oh, I watched that movie when you're talking about that aftercare or whatever. And you said this and that. And I was like, yes, I did. That people listen to me and learn something from it, because that's my idea that I want to educate people and to take off some fear from people who are afraid of tattooing or whatever And that people listen to that or not judging me. That's the main thing that's made me continue to do it.
1: I'm not showing up to show myself. I'm showing up to tell something. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Like that is a great perspective to have. Like you're not showing up to put on a show. You're showing up to help somebody else that needs your services. Mm. And so it's so important that you show up because then you get out of your own head about what will people think about me and you're thinking about what do I need to say to them yes, or what will help them. Because all of a sudden
2: it feels like you are sitting and talking to someone instead of being alive. It's like
1: it takes off the scary part. Yes. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That's a great perspective. I love that. And I think that that is where, like I said, that's where I saw like this confidence. I saw like this shift in you, this little change Mm. and From there, you started building a bigger dream for yourself. You started saying like, well, there's this other place that I'd like to be and I'd like to move into teaching. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you started thinking about more referral partners to put yourself out to. And you started thinking of things that before you weren't necessarily thinking of, not to say that you were playing small, but you now had a bigger vision.
2: Yeah. It was so comfortable to be there that it used to be it was not scary, it was just comfortable, nice, and I liked it. But I saw something waiting for me. And then I had to do that walk. <laughs> I had to do the work. And I had to to bring myself there. And no one is bring me there. I had to do the work. It was not so hard doing the work actually. It was just that I had to do it.
1: Yeah. What advice would you give to someone that is like, well, what work do I do? Like what would you say that is? It could be really overwhelming
2: to think that you have to do so much work to come forward and everything, but it's just taking one step at a time. It's like growing kids. You have small kids and you're in that busy feeling and they're screaming and you had to change the diapers and blah, 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 blah. And you do it because you have to do it. And all of a sudden, two years has passed and you think back and, oh, do you remember that time when we used to change the diapers and it was so horrible we didn't sleep blah 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 but you made it work and you came out of that feeling that everything is so hard but you actually don't know how you came there but you did the work so just small steps one at a time and it brings you forward
1: yeah and i think what's key about that is you know i love an analogy so i love that story yeah. <laughs> I think what's key is what you said earlier is you got out of your comfort zone. Yes. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you don't change, then the situation... And actually, I think that quote is actually not true because everything around you is going to change, but you're not going to change, right? Things do keep moving forward. So awesome. All right. So now you're in your new location. You dreamed a bigger dream. You took that leap of faith. Yes. And... You you did it, and we talked about how that was scary, what mm. thoughts were going through your mm. head. What doubts did you have? First of all, economic thoughts, because,
2: of course, it's more expensive to rent a location than having it at your home. That was my biggest and one and only fear, actually. Economical fear, yes. But it works, and I can eat, and I can still live in my house, so no it was just that was the biggest fear because i already had this beauty business and i know it was working and it was working although i was here just almost invisible so i would say economical 100 percent.
1: yeah and we did some work to kind of build up your existing business before we took this leap Mm -hmm. anyways and we already started positioning you as the go-to brow person Mm -hmm. Ageless Brows, Ageless Beauty, all of this pro-age. We already started to kind of position Mm. your business and the messaging Mm. to make it stand out. So that you know, because you do have to kind of build up some momentum, I do think. Yes. In order to transition. Mm -hmm. And then it brings us to teaching. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's
2: the most exciting part, because in the very, very, very first beginning, When I started to educate myself to a spa therapist, that was before I was educating myself to a skin therapist. I had this teacher and she said to me that, Jenny, you would be so good as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I have never, ever thought about that. And she really put a little seed in me then. It was actually 20 years ago because it was 2004. 20 years ago, yes. So that little seed started to grow. And when I was at school and saw all those teachers that they had so much knowledge and I was like, ooh, I need to collect all that knowledge because if you don't have that, you can't teach, of course. And all of a sudden, just six, four months ago and all those years later, I had that call from skin therapy school here in Stockholm and they asked me if I could started to work with them to teach. And I was like, oh, it's really happening. And now those years has passed and I've learned so much and I could finally share all my knowledge. And it took such a long time, but it could not be a better time than now to do this because now I really feel ready to do this. And I know that I could teach and I know that I know something. <laughs> So so it's the best part, actually, having my own beauty business and I'm also teaching it.
1: Yeah. And so did the work before that Mm -hmm. also to think about like what you would teach and how you would teach it. Like even before the school reached out to you, you had already been thinking about how you would position yourself and how you would break down the knowledge Mm -hmm. and what students need to know. So you had already started to strategize on what is needed. I think that's really important because it's not just about information. In fact, I think we almost sometimes have too much information, Mm. but it's the organization organizing that information and breaking it down Mm. to make it easy to learn. So it's taking that knowledge Mm. and making it easy to understand and making it easy to comprehend and Mm. move forward, right? Like that's really, I think what teaching is, is kind of, taking all of this information and knowledge and organizing it, learn this first, do this next. Here's what you need to know. Here's something that might help you or could mess you up or mistakes I made. I think those are the best Mm. things. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. So now I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. (laughs) i give you a little warning. Okay. So tell me about a time because I think this is what's important to show is that business is not like this. Mm-hmm. Business is the roller coaster, yes. right? Just like life is a roller yeah. coaster. Mm-hmm. So tell me about a time where you made a mistake and a lesson that you learned from it. And I probably could have asked you ahead of time to give you a moment to think about it. But like something in business that mm-hmm. happened and it could be in aesthetics business, permanent makeup or it could just be in getting your new location or something. Yeah. Like I I think it is when you are not like true to yourself
2: and you want to please someone else. And you know that "Mm, I should not do this, but she wants this. So, okay, I'll do it. And that's really stupid. And I've done that. And it was about PMU. And it was a girl. She wanted an eyeliner that I did not want to do, but she wanted it. So I did it and the color migrated. So I will never do that again because I knew that this is not good. I cannot do this, but I did,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I learned from it and I learned the hard way, so. Yeah, and that is an interesting lesson just in general. You learned that to be true to yourself. Obviously there's like, don't do that Mm -hmm. in that way, but you also learned like the deeper lesson of I need to listen to my intuition. Yeah. right. I need to listen to that little, the voice deeper inside, mm-hmm. which is hard. I think it's hard. And also I think being in the service business, we want to please other people. We want them to be mm-hmm. happy and mm-hmm. it can be hard to, you know, say no and kind of step ahead. Mm-hmm.
0: And before
1: mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Okay. So tell me, what do you wish you would have known earlier in your career? Like, like when you were starting out, like what advice would you give to your younger self? How uh, not be so afraid of what people would think and that they will judge you
2: and that you take place and that you think that you are better than you are. And yeah, all those struggles that you have when you are insecure. But I mean, it's easy for me to say, would I have listened to that if I heard it when I was younger? I don't know. I should have gone for it a bit earlier than I did, maybe.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's true of everybody. And I think that is a lifelong lesson. I was saying to somebody the other day, like, instead of confidence, they need to care less. Yeah. Not be care less, no. but to care less yeah. about what other people yeah. think. And we put so much time and energy into all of that and presenting and so forth. Yeah.
2: And all of a sudden, it, it's the truth. But it's, it's all in your head. Yeah. But when you think about it too much, it's the truth. And you believe in it. Yeah. And How did that hold you back? That's what holding you back.
1: Yeah, it's holding you back. Yeah. How did it hold you back?
2: No, I was like having those fears. So, for example, moving to the house down in my city, it took a while because I didn't dare to do that. I didn't dare to take that step. Of course, I should have done it from the beginning. But I was like, oh, what if it doesn't work? Or what if it's too expensive? And, you know, everything that you... Say to yourself, it held me back because I liked to be comfortable and I knew what I had, but I didn't know what I was going to have. So if I had took that chance earlier, I would have. Yeah, I don't know Well, I can change it, but it would have been nicer if I had taken that step earlier.
1: Yeah. You know, I've been there just a handful of times, but isn't it part of the Swedish culture to be like not boasting and to not kind of be a. I don't want to say a rebel, but like yes. not, you know what I mean? Like to kind of be everybody kind of keeps the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't stick out. Yeah,
2: yeah. We're not so American. Yeah. <laughs> we are like, we should be equal and rather not stand out. But I must say that all of my customers, my friends, my family has always shared my step. And said, oh, Jenny, you have to go for it. So they have been so positive. I think it was more me saying to myself, wait a minute, take a step back. Don't go too fast forward now and take it easy. So maybe it's very Swedish to say that to yourself, but maybe not to
1: others. Yeah. Yes. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How we kind of guard ourselves, and yeah. how we, you know, all that stuff. But what I want to say is talk a little bit about how this is as a mother. And I know you have three, two boys and a girl, but to have your daughter Ooh. see you, not just see you successful, because it's one thing to see you successful, but also to see you happy and confident and beaming and like mm. really going for your dreams.
2: Yeah. How does
1: That's that feel? Like- It feels fantastic
2: because I know that I'm a role model for her. And I will never forget when she came to my new place. She bought flowers and chocolate and she was knocking the door and I didn't know that she was coming. And she was coming to Sherry and to say, congratulations mom. And it was so, it was huge for me because I knew what I gave to her and that I was inspiring her. And she's saying that nowadays, I'm so proud of you, mom. And she loves my location and she loves what I'm doing. And it's really, really big for me to see what I accomplished and what I give to my kids through that. Oh,
1: that gets me going. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Right. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that moment of knowing that she's looking at you, it makes me think of another student that I had. Michelle Moore was in Texas and she also had a teenage girl when she was going through the program, Mm. the Elevate Your Beauty Business program. And I said to her, why don't you talk to yourself like you would talk to your daughter? Mm. And I must have said it. And then You know, I didn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. But the reason that I remember that is because she has repeated it to me that when I said that to her, Mm -hmm. it clicked in her mind.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. My daughter is watching Mm -hmm. and I need to have the confidence that I always cheer her on with. And so then she like something switched and then she was able to dream a bigger dream and now has done so much like you is like. Growing the business, new location, teaching, just all of the things. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. So, all of these things are happening for you now. The business is growing, you're teaching. What other words of wisdom do you have for people? Don't think that, I know it's like cliche, but don't
2: think that things are impossible because they're not. It's not. When you think about everything that you want to have, you can say, oh, no. It's, this is too much, but it's not. I have everything that I could dream of, but I also did the job. You did not do my sit-ups, April, but you told me how to do sit-ups and I did them. And it took me all the way, but I had to do it. I had to show up and I had to sacrifice things as well. I worked really, really hard. It was not just getting to me. So if you really want to do something, you have to go for it, 100%. My mother used to say that sometimes you have to pay before. You don't know what you're getting, but you have to pay in advance. And that's what I did. I did not know what it would give me, but I paid as I paid as I paid. (laughs) And then I got something.
1: Yeah. And you were so good because I was always pushing you. And some people would just stop showing up after that Mm -hmm. or you know what I mean like it's very easy to be like oh this is you know I know I said I wanted the goal, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want the uncomfortable parts that Mm -hmm. come with it I I think I said this the other day I heard this great quote that was like some people miss opportunity because it's dressed up like work or it's disguised as work like they don't want to do the work or like you said pay the fee or pay the toll Mm -hmm. to get to that other side Mm -hmm. And you kept on showing up and you kept on doing the work and believing in yourself. So it's like those three layers. It's like the mindset to believe, the faith and belief, and then the action Mm -hmm. to do.
2: And that's a really big part, the action. Because I have students now and I just see in them that they want me to give them the tools and they want me to do it for them as well. But that's when I take my hands off and I said, now it's your turn. Now it's up to you. I give you this and this, but you have to do it. And then mm, I can see that they're like, oh, I don't want to do it. But you have to. You really have to.
1: Yeah. And And what's really amazing is when you look back, it's that fire that you had to walk through Mm. that prepares you to teach the student to walk through the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. Because you had to go through those things. So that you have a different perspective to know like exactly what they're feeling and to say to push through to be the example that yes. they can get through. Yes. It could be like
2: a situation at school when I have my uh, skin therapist students and they say, Jenny, can you come and do this for me? Yeah, I can show you. And I show them like for one minute. And then I say, now it's your turn. You show me. You show me how to do it. No, I, I didn't want to do that. Yes, but you have to. You have to show me that you took the information, and now you're going to do it, and I can help you to do it right. And they do it, and I share them, and they get so happy. And that's what makes yeah. them going. Yeah.
1: Right. It's just like you doing the video. You see that you can do it, right? Yeah, yeah. because you don't believe in yourself, and then all of a sudden you do. And that gives you the push
2: to do more and more and more.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of the best teachers are really good students themselves, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, you come, and you listen, and you do work, and... I think what happens is it's like a transfer of belief and a transfer of faith. It's like, I believed in you to say you can do it and pushed you to do like even bigger things to be like, oh, you get a bigger location, teach. Like I was pushing you guys to do more because I really believed in you. And I could see because you were coming to the class, you were growing, you were continuing like. I pour into people that are already pouring into themselves, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's very easy. And so now, then you do that to your students as well. You're telling them, like, I believe in you. You can do this. Yes. And it just keeps going, like, full circle like that.
2: Yeah. And it's wonderful because you see so many people around you grow when you use it. It's a good way. And you push them. You see that they are growing. They are shining. They are getting a new light in their face. And that's what makes me going. I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. And then we'll do two other things before I let you go. Mm -hmm. I know it's late there. It's okay. (laughs) It's very late there. So talk about the transition from going from doing facials, doing permanent makeup, being the artist, Mm -hmm. being the beauty professional, Mm -hmm. to now teaching. And obviously they both have their rewarding in their own ways. They both have different things, right? But a lot of times people find that difficult to teach right go from that. So talk about that transition for you.
2: It was not so hard for me because I have been since the beginning of my PMU career, I have been searching for so much information because my training that I went through 2016 was kind of poor and I missed so much information. So I had to. Collect so much information myself. I was almost obsessed in the beginning. I felt that there's nothing that I won't miss a thing about PMU. I want to learn everything. Of course, you can't do that because it's developing all the time and it's coming new things and colors and techniques and everything. But I wanted the full foundation of everything. So I searched and I searched and I searched and When I had my customers, I started to educate them because they had so many questions and they were really, really interested in what I said. So I was like, "Mm, this is like teaching. It's not my students, but they could be. So I felt that I, I knew so much that I wanted to share. And I saw there was a lack of information among other artists. So the step was not so big for me to go into teaching. It was just what we talked about before, having the wrapping, how will I organize it? How will I put it down to pieces? So it will be easy to understand and easy to adapt and everything. But it was not so hard. It was just thinking about the process. What's happening before, what's happening during, and what's happening after. And of course, health and clean space and everything. So it it was not so hard and it was not a long journey for me going from just do it to teach.
1: Yeah. The stuff I think about when I first did the, my training, I was in New York and I flew out to California for the training because there was nobody doing it. And I heard about it at a Vegas show. And I want to say it was either 2003. And I think I actually did the training in the beginning of 2005. So when I did it, so back, think back back then, 2005, right? Like, I mean, come on. I did one brow and my fellow student did the other brow. <laughs> yes. I did one eyeliner and then the other. So I left that training and it was, you know, whatever it was, five days, flew back to New York. And I had never done a full set of brows. I had never done a full set of eyeliner. Like, how do you know symmetry? Like, it's the whole thing. And we didn't have, you know, brow mapping or any, we didn't even have rulers or, you know, the, know they have back, you know. Oh my gosh, what a difference. What a difference. <laughs> What a train wreck, but yeah. that's. <laughs> what... <laughs> I wonder how her brows eyes today out oh, no. oh, here. Somehow, <laughs> you know what I do know is I do know that the teacher was a very esteemed teacher. Like she was one of the original founders of like the AAM, so all these things. And as she, which was the American Academy of Micropigmentation. So she would have the clients come back and she would fix them. And this is just one other funny thing is she would start the class on Thursday, Mm -hmm. right? And we had our first model on Friday. (laughs) No. (laughs) Hand to God, I swear. I swear. And the best part is she said to us, she told us, she said, I'm starting the class on Thursday because the clients will think that you've been in class the whole week. (laughs) (laughs) They had no idea. And we're like, shaking. I mean, craziness. And there were four people in my class. And I was like the only I kept in contact with one didn't even finish the class. I don't think she even made it through the five days. And then the others were like one practiced for a little while. Her name was Kathy in Utah. And I kept in contact with her, but nobody else did. But I mean, it's just a crazy time then. But you know, it's so we have so much information. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's so crazy. So now you're teaching permanent makeup, you have your great location, you are talking to referral partners and you have possible major collaborations coming up for areola and scar camouflage and all of these things. Yeah. What are you excited about for the future? Cause you've really come so far. Yeah, I'm excited about the areola because
2: that's where my heart is. My real heart is really in areola. That's what I want to do. I want to do PMU. Full time, but Ariola is something special. Everybody knows that. I has been working with that, so I will fight for collaboration with the hospitals in Sweden, and that's my next goal. And I will do that. It will take some time, but I know that I will do it someday. Yeah, you have the
1: foundation in place now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts? Any final wisdom that you want to share with anybody that is? Just starting out or maybe even having a hard time like in their business or doubting themselves or anything that you want to share. Yeah, they should definitely take help
2: from someone, from a mentor or from someone who is in their business so they can speak the same language with them and not be on their own. Take in help, pay for it. Pay a lot of money for it because it will pay off in the long run. I will promise that if you are sure that you want to do it, of course, that you want to be in your business and you want to stay there for a long time. Just take help. It's very hard to do it by yourself, I think. And you've had something in the beginning, April. I never will forget that. And I think about it so often. It's that you don't know what you don't know. Someone helps to tell you. It could be the easiest thing, but you don't know it if you don't know it. So if someone gives you that, it's like, oh yes, of course. And also one other thing that you said, it's the best you ever said, I think it's the quality of your life is in the questions that you ask. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love that. I love that. So just, it's so important that people understand the meaning of that because sometimes I can't ask. I don't want to ask. I can't say that. Yes, you can, because doors will open and you will see so much behind that. So just talk to people and ask for help. It's the best advice that I could give. Yes.
1: Yeah, I always say you should reach out to at least one client a day, mm. right? Whether it is a past client for a new service or a prospective client, like it should be at least one a day. You mm. can't just sit there and be like, I'm going to post and I'm hoping the phone will ring. Like we mm. need to reach out to people. You yeah. need to reach out to referral partners for collaborations. You need mm. to be putting yourself out there. And that's scary. But when you do, look at Jenny, great things happen. <laughs>
2: it's not so scary when you just have to start
1: yeah you just have to start yeah you just have to start and you have to just keep going yes (laughs) so good tell everyone how they can find you how they can connect with you yes i'm here on instagram either on caraskin or or caraskin education nice
2: you want to be a pmu artist And of course, I'm here in Sigtuna
1: at my location or at my website, uh, ceoskin.nu. Awesome. So we will link all that up in the podcast show notes and let everyone know. I just want to say I'm going to keep it together. (laughs) I'm going to keep it together. (laughs) I just want to say that, I mean, personally, I have loved working with you. I loved seeing your journey. Anybody that knows you just knows that you're delightful and It's good to see good things happen for good people. And I thank you for picking me as your coach, but also just believing in yourself Mm. and moving forward to have such great success. And this is just the start. This is just the start. There's going to be so much more goodness. And I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. You're the best. I wish
2: for everyone to have an April in their life because you gave me so much. Yes, but you know, you, you did. How many times haven't I have been crying over that April? That was the best thing ever happened to me. This meeting, you gave me so much. Thank you. That's very
1: kind of you. Yeah. My husband might disagree. But, not everybody needs an April, but you're like, what,
2: uh, but, no, you're not his mentor. Yeah. I,
1: <laughs> I just try to be,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear it. Okay. So awesome. Thank you so much, Jenny.
0: Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the beauty marketing simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about and also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.